0: But of course, we got to start off with those Texans. As we said, six straight wins after their nineteen to seventeen victory over Denver Be- started or became the first team since nineteen seventy to win six straight uh, six straight games after an zero three start. Anybody want to take a guess at who the team was? I see, 1970? Would that be the Steelers? Giants, New oh. York Giants. So <laughs> they're repeating history. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again, of course, yeah, the Texans reeled off another uh, another victory. Of course, McManus missed the last second field goal to give the Denver Broncos the win. Uh, so a little bit of luck on the Texans' side. But that being said, they're playing some good ball. Of course, Deshaun Watson had another game without an interception. Offensive line looked to play well again, or played well again. I think they had under five quarterback hits on the day. But Chuck, you haven't been on a while. I'll start with you. What are you seeing? Are you are you a believer in these Texans
1: yet? I, I, I think they're who do you need a lot of these wins, and you have to admit that. But uh, you know, you have to put yourself in that position to be able to have an opposing team miss a field goal. So that's uh, kudos to the defense um, for the last game. Um, quality opponent, Denver Broncos. I think that um, what you're seeing here is the realization that this offense is going to have to really just mm-hmm. grind it out while the defense carries the team. And uh, I think that that's the recipe. Uh, I'm still not an O'Brien guy. Uh, yeah. I just can't I, can't. I just can't get over some of the decision making. Um, uh, that he he makes on the field. However, I will say this that I've seen worse coaching mm-hmm. uh involved here in the last few weeks with the <laughs> Texas opponents. Yes, so, yeah. But you take them but you take them, But you know what? Don't forget now. Don't what's what's Jeff Van, Van Gundy say? Don't ignore in victory which we would see in defeat. Mm-hmm. So let's put it this way. They're six and three and they mm-hmm. can be easily what one and eight. Think about that for a minute. They should have lost or could have lost as Dallas. Yeah. Could have yeah. Indianapolis and Denver. So All that's three those losses. Games, Think yeah. about that for a second. So you know, we're lucky, um, but we'll take it. How absolutely. about that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And,
0: yeah, Chuck, you talk about, of course, the offense, kind of picking it up here in the last few weeks. Deshaun Watson, as I said, was 17-24, to 24, mm-hmm. 213 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Great game from him. Of course, the offensive line played very, very well against a really good pass rush in Denver. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you look, you look towards the rest of the year, and you look – the AFC is pretty much shaping out, of course, for the playoffs. One through five, I would say, is pretty much set at this point. But you mm-hmm. look at some of the offenses in the AFC, and if we're looking ahead to the playoffs – Texans, of course, at this point look to have a stranglehold in the AFC South two-game lead. But you look to some of the offenses that they're possibly going to face in the playoffs. Pittsburgh put up 52 points last night Ooh, against Carolina. Wow. That's, That's a lot of defense. So we now. Yeah, oh, They man, had
2: the kryptonite for Superman. Absolutely, yeah. And, of course, you
0: look at the Kansas City Chiefs and my guy, Pat, Patty Mahomes, of course, playing very well. Oh, now he's Patty. He's Patty. Curry, he's Patty, Ma- he's oh, always man, been Patty Mahomes has, to oh, me, yeah. yeah. but uh, Stuff all, Curry's cousin. <laughs> well, all with, cousin. With the hair, yeah. <laughs> but all that being said, there are some absolutely lethal offenses in the AFC. And I'll ask you this, Stephen. I mean, do you think the Texans' offense is it going to be able to keep up with some of these teams as well as they been know, playing man. lately? J- Jesus is obviously a Texans fan.
2: I don't understand it. I, I don't know. Oh, hey, man, that's, this this is gold here, baby. We're going to be good. Oh, but, if it wasn't, um, wearing that he's Patriots. a Texans fan, man. I don't understand it. These guys should. I mean, games you think, okay, yeah, they're going to probably lose this. McManus is money yeah. in the past. Yep, yep, yep. This guy missed two field goals. Money, that's right. I mean, from. In Denver, of all places. Mm-hmm. So I understand if it was, it was on the road, but everybody got quiet. Nobody ate, a, ate any popcorn. Nobody took a bite of <laughs> a buddy. hot dog and let this guy kick the field goal, and he missed it. So I don't understand it. But uh, you know what? Hey, props where props is due. They're, they're, they're playing good. Like you mentioned earlier, uh, inside the trenches, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. i like to see a little bit better on the offensive play, seeing that mm-hmm. the coaches, offensive girl, you got to get some separation in these games because – Elite teams are not going to let you do that to them. Mm-hmm. So one thing we've seen is these are losing teams that they're getting lucky yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You go up against some of the elite teams in the league, Pittsburgh, you know, with fifty-two points on the board. There is no flukes in that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to have to match that. So I want to see better play on the offense, and that, that comes to to our boy Deshaun. Uh, I mean, he put up good numbers, but I want, I, I just you got to see better if you're going to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. I agree, hundred
3: percent. I agree with that as well. I mean, the games that they have won have been by luck, so to say. Um, my biggest thing with them was closing out games and not letting these Mm -hmm. guys come back because once you do go against those better teams, it's going to be hard to dig yourself out of that hole once the other teams get momentum and they, you know, start coming back. It's not going to be very often where they'll be able to close those games out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, you look at it in the past few weeks. I think uh, you know, dating back to the start of the season uh for, through the first, I want to say six games, uh Texans as far as uh finishing in the red zone, their their percentage I think was under 40% as far as scoring Terrible. in the red zone. Yeah, but you look at the last last couple weeks, they've uh they've actually upped it I think to well over 70% Jordan um, Thomas. Yeah, Jordan Thomas He's. got his third touchdown yeah. of the year. Yeah. yeah And I mean, uh you know, another guy that we got to talk about as well Demarius Thomas had his first game uh, opened up the game with a with a I think a 30-yard screen pass run. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. receptions for 61 yards. Uh, were you guys encouraged with, you, with what you saw out of uh, Demarius Thomas? Do you think that the, he's going to add the add the piece that the Texans need? Of course, to fulfill uh, what Fuller or what they're missing
1: with Fuller. And of course, I think he showed he's a willing uh, willing run blocker. I don't care who you put at wide receiver; if the running game's not doing anything. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's a yeah. big thing. So if the running game's not working, it doesn't matter who you put out mm-hmm. there. Um, but uh, um, he got that out of the way, um, and uh, as far as working with the the, the new t- his new teammates and all that, so I think it'll be it's an upgrade, but mm-hmm. there's still no speed on the outside. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's gonna be a tough one, but he will be catching uh, the ball over the middle. Mm-hmm. He's bigger, which yeah. is nice for for Deshaun because Deshaun likes throwing down the middle. It helps in the yeah. red zone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he also and Deshaun Watson's is one of the best uh, at throwing down into the middle of the right. uh, of the field, yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. even though he's lack of uh, stature, so to speak. Like. Pat Mahomes into that Mm -hmm. height like that, but uh, so that's a better target for him. Uh, Like you said, we'll see about it. Uh, But you know, I I just cannot believe the running game. It's it's always been horrible here. Yeah, I mean, horrible. You got to get that up. He's in the playoffs. You know, they're going to probably. My prediction is they're probably going to come in, get get a first round uh, game here, a wild card, and they'll probably lose. And uh, because there'll be there'll be a team with a better record (laughs) that comes in with a wild card.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's hard to San Diego. Yeah, it's probably I mean yeah, it's probably Los Angeles now, of course well, we yeah. There are they are always San Diego always San Diego yeah. in our mind. Yeah, San Diego. But, yeah, San Diego. That's right. <laughs> but uh of course you know, yeah, you you really ideally would want to see the Texans grab that 3 seed, but with the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. are playing and he a loss 50s. last night.
1: That ties is going to come back and bite them too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's good for them, bad for us.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if they can get to that three seed, they might have a favorable matchup in the first round. But if you have to face the Chargers, who the Chargers, what, their only two losses this year are to the Chiefs and to the Rams, arguably the two best yes. teams in football. Yes. That is a tough first-round matchup. And we talk about it. The offense is going to really have to keep up at that point mm-hmm. with some really lethal weapons there. Uh, but that being said, going back to the run game, Chuck, you talked about this, of course. Um, you know, la- the two weeks before they played Denver, I think they had, or Lamar Miller had a combined 40 carries for well over 230 yards. This last game, you actually saw Alfred Blue get more touches on that one, and I was kind of curious about it, and I want to get y'all's take on that one. Uh, did, what, what was what did you guys make of, of course, Alfred Blue? I think he had 15 carries versus Lamar Miller's 13. Is that just a one-week fluke, or are we going to start seeing the Texans' transition? Because you know who's coming back here pretty soon, Deontay
1: Foreman. So well, Foreman was eligible to come off the list two weeks, mm-hmm. so he's not in shape. So what they're doing right now is is Blue is taking the ball um, in those away games. It's an mm-hmm. away game thing, um, and you know when you see that the outside sweep is not there, mm-hmm. okay, uh, then they're going to go ahead and uh, and use Blue, Blue. more yeah. often. Mm-hmm. His Blues North South. Well, yeah, absolutely North South. So mm-hmm. I don't see that as something different. At home, I bet it was. But I think it would have been different. Mm-hmm. The altitude, you know. You got Miller going on the outside in the flat. He's going over, over here in the um, in the nine hole and the eight hole, trying mm-hmm. to run around the suite. Uh, that, that thin air wears at you. Absolutely, so that's, that's what I think. about I don't, I don't think she read really into it too much more.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And of course, yeah, we talk about. I mean, the run game didn't really get going this last game, but the two weeks before that, I think I think it's absolutely key, of course, that the running game gets going for this team to be successful. Um, you know, and on the flip side of that, the defense played another really good game. I thought, of course, mm-hmm. Kareem Jackson might have had the best game as a tackling cornerback I've ever seen. Uh, and you really look at this defense. I mean, they, they start; they're really starting to seem like they're clicking on all cylinders. JJ Watt, Jadavian Clowney, both care, uh, had a sack themselves. Uh, but you know, we talked about the offense leading earlier, and I'll, I'll turn this to Trina and Stephen. I mean, the defense at this point—do you think that they can carry this team in a deep playoff run? And how do you think they match up against you know some of the really good offenses, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Steelers, and even the Chargers to this point?
3: Um, I'll start out with the <laughs> defense. I've always been a big fan of our defense. I think our defense has always been pretty good. Um this year I mean we've had we've had moments like when we played the Patriots in that first game uh, defense showed what they can do I'm more so worried about our offense and just really just locking in and staying focused on what we need to do and I I really I'm a big fan of Deshaun sticking with his gut and not so listening to coach. <laughs> Co- coach play. O'Brien, yeah. But I can't say that. But I mean, he sees the floor. To me, as a quarterback, he's out there. He sees the floor. He knows, you know, what guys he can get chemistry mm-hmm. with. Lay down in the line. They do it in practice. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's my take. I'm not really worried about defense. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. do will get
2: torched. You, they're going to get torched. You got the Chiefs, you got the Steelers, you got the Patriots, all teams that can just light you up. I think they'll get torched. And the reason why is because they don't make adjustments. So they'll come out in the first quarter, Wada get a sack or Clowney get a sack. They'll get of themselves, they'll get excited, and they don't make adjustments, which uh, Belichick, Reed, uh, I mean these guys are the kings of adjustments especially on the offensive side. So mm-hmm. that's why you don't really see when the Texans play elite quarterbacks they don't get in the backfield as much as you like them to because they don't make adjustments. Mm-hmm. They do the same thing that they saw in film and they don't make on-field adjustments. So I think yeah. they'll get torched. I think it's it, I'll be surprised if whoever they end up if they end up playing those those big three that that team doesn't score a minimum of thirty points.
1: It's it's wow. not it's that, thirty points. It's really yeah. not it's not the fact that defense is bad. It's the fact they just can't they stay on the field. They mm-hmm. just can't run the ball. If they run the ball, they keep the defense fresh and off the field. Mm-hmm. That, that's, 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 that's always true. been the big thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean if you don't have a running game going to the playoffs, you're gonna be going to you're going at New England, you're going at mm-hmm. somewhere else, the elements come yeah. to play. Mm-hmm. And that's what always has been the problem. They just can't run the freaking ball. Yeah. If they could just run the ball, keep the defense off how many times have you seen this defense get off the field, stop somebody, mm-hmm. three and out, and they come back on, and they're gasping for air. That's so true. that's the big that's thing. The best defense for them in the playoffs is a good running offense, bottom line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I like yeah. I like what you're saying there, of course, I, as far as that goes. Yeah.
3: I hate when they in the end zone and they try to throw the – I'm like, bro, just run the ball. <laughs> like, it's not – I mean, would you pass even if it, it or fails? Run, it? Like, yeah. run the clock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come on now. Yeah,
0: and I mean, you look at—I mean, really, the past three weeks. I mean, they've been successful, and of course, last week they really didn't run the ball. But I think, yeah, the running game, getting the running game more involved, is a—you know—was in direct correlation to that red zone. Uh, the red zone uh, numbers going up and looking a lot better for them. And of course, you know, if if they get the running game going, it doesn't make Deshaun—you know—force those throws that you see him make throughout games. And you know, even the last two weeks hasn't thrown an interception. Has played really good. And, I mean, another guy we always have to talk about, I mean, that we expect to play every week, but DeAndre Hawkins, I, I mm. think at this point, I mean, it's just carrying this offense. He had 10 receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown. I, you know, I, I, I'm always big on my top fives, but De- DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is really sneaking up there as far as maybe even looking like the best wide receiver in the NFL at this point. For this I, year, I mean, who's better? Yeah, who's I mean, wide receiver?
2: I think who's more consistent? To, yeah, yeah,
3: the, like being doubled sometimes, like you know, like being able to still catch passes, and I mean, he's doing his thing out there. I mean, kudos to him because. We need him. Yeah, if and I, have him, we really suck.
0: Yeah, and I mean, people always talk about in the past, you know, wide receivers aren't able to carry offenses. You know, they're not as key as, of course, quarterbacks. But I really think this offense is going through DeAndre Hopkins at this point. And I mean, goodness, if he keeps up this play all year, I mean, uh, with the pace that he's on, I mean, he's, I mean, he's arguably going to become the, uh, the Texans' greatest wide receiver and maybe surpass that guy that we all know, Andre Johnson. When it's all if said, if he and done. can take
2: him deeper in the playoffs, I mean, it's up for grabs. It's not, it's not, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not solid for Andre. I mm-hmm. mean. There's some forgettable years that he had. So far, DeAndre's Playoffs? I mean, mm-hmm. repeating playoffs playoff a better receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, th- I,
0: you know, I, I, I don't want to say that just yet, but I mean, of course, I I'll mean, say it for you. He's it, a better yeah. receiver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he uh, has the talent yeah, he, he to be there. Yeah, he certainly does. Yeah, but yeah, no. I, I mean, from what I've seen in the last few weeks, I mean, I've seen a lot, a, a really dynamic offense, of course. And you know, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see in the ne- coming weeks if this is an offense that's gonna be able to contend with some of the uh, really good offenses, as we talked, you know, Steelers, Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers. That's gonna be tough. But you know, if they can get some more consistent performances and I mean I think a key to this too if you look at the defensive side Jadeveon Clowney is absolute disruptor, especially as an inside rusher. Mm-hmm. He, when he's standing up, going against the guards, and I mean, if you, you know, just for instance, your Patriots. I feel like always the key to beating Brady is pressure up the middle. Right. And if they can, if they can force, you know, some disruption up there in the middle, and of course, a lot of that comes back to if if they're tired on the field, like Chuck said. Right. Uh, I mean, I think that they can cause some problems in the playoffs, and I really think that they can contend with these teams. But again, it comes back. I think I'm 100 with you, Chuck. That that running game is absolutely crucial for them to get going. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, of course, they're heading into a bye week now. A huge win for them to go into the bye week. Uh, six and three. When they come back, though, again, we talked about this before the show, this might be one of the most manageable schedules in, in the NFL.
1: But, Chuck, you still don't seem to think that they can sneak up to that three seed, do you? <laughs> no, the, the three seed's locked out. I mean, so, you know, we just got to play smart ball and make <laughs> sure no injuries happen. But I there's no way. Three seed, no. Really? I mean, that I mean, tie, I'm telling you, that tie is going to come back and they're going to win by the uh, – half at least because <sighs> pittsburgh's schedule i mean who they got, who they yeah, got pittsburgh's
0: left? actually got it got a fairly tough schedule they still mm-hmm. have got the patriots yeah. left
1: on the schedule they still got the saints as well yeah. um i'm looking it up that's, right that's now easily to see. Two losses, yeah
0: so they've got them as well Depends they also that. have i mean if you got the saints at pittsburgh seriously I, I mean, St- Saints are arguably really the best team in football a, right now. After with, they, uh, oh, with Connor, Connor
2: was is in concussion protocol right now. We don't know how that's going to be. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then you talk about it. Uh, Jaguars, that's all. I mean, of course, Jaguars are playing really bad ball. The Steelers mm-hmm. next week are going to be at Jacksonville, which they've, of course, we saw last year. They've always struggled with Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Or not always, but last year they struggled Last with year them. they were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. at Denver, which, I mean, you saw it last week. Denver, at Denver always seems Denver's like be
1: Denver's selling, that. so don't worry about I, that. I, I,
0: get at, I get that, but it's always a trap game playing there. They still have the Chargers. <laughs> Uh, Patriots, Saints, and of course, uh, you know, last game of the year if the Bengals are in the playoff. Hunt. I mean, that's three of the yeah. last
2: four games. I mean, that's
0: three out of four games that are just something like, that's kind of touchy. Yeah, and I mean, you look at it versus the Texans' schedule. They've got it at Washington, which I mean, I think that's a very winnable game. You guys, I think, kind of see that ah, as a trap game. Lost. You got Tennessee, Cleveland, Indianapolis at home, all winnable games. At New York Jets, at Philly, that's probably a loss there, and then home against the Jaguars. I I really only see one to two losses there. I really that's uh, that's all I see out of that. And if that's that like team can get. If that's it, right. can,
2: it, can be three. I mean, both of them it go either way. I mean, if I'm gonna bet, if I'm a betting man, I'm obviously gonna bet on Steelers uh, mm-hmm. over the, over the Texans. But if I'm looking at the teams that they got to play, I'm a little more afraid of Pittsburgh
0: schedule versus the Texans schedule. Absolutely, yeah, and I'm I'm 100 in agreement with you there. Now, yeah, the the flip side of it is. Pittsburgh is clicking on all cylinders, you know. Well,
1: uh, so Pittsburgh's five, two, and one, right? Five,
0: two, and one. Okay. Or,
1: well, no, now they're six, two, and six, one. Six, two, and one. Okay, mm-hmm. so eleven wins. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. It's going to be eleven wins to get the three seed. Yeah, this team does not have eleven wins in them. That's the yeah. problem. See? That's where see. That's where we disagree,
0: though. I think this, <laughs> the, the way that the schedule wins. lines up and the way that they're playing right now, I think the Texans one to two losses. I see, I see a loss at Philly, and I see maybe a loss at Washington you might be looking at a 12 and 14 here oh good lord you, you might be looking Can at, I at a 12 now, and we'll stick to 13 <laughs> oh my to three. goodness yeah well of course yeah Texans got that big win and as I said you know what not 12 13 they're on their way to 13 as okay, I, as I <laughs> predicted before the season starts they're on their way to 13 wins <gasps> (gasps) Oh my goodness. But of course, yeah, Texans head into a bye week, and then they'll be back at Washington. We'll talk about that next week, of course, and preview that game. Going to be playing hey, one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, my guy, Alex Smith, so never can sleep on him. Uh, But that being said, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about those Rockets. Trina has been inside of it, the Rockets, for the last two weeks. You're going to have to give us the inside scoop, what's going on after dropping to OKC last night. As well, we got some interesting Astros news, a big injury for the year, and then we'll kind of jump around the NFL, see what's going on there. So make sure you stay Tune, you're listening to Wildcard Sports on Vinyl Draft Radio.
4: Connect with Will and Trina on Facebook or go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A branch manager with Prime Lending serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori. Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori. Seriously. Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit lcoppock.com to get the professional service you need. MLS number 176539 e. Cool housing letter.
2: Lori Cove.
4: No, for God's sake. I'm the sun, and I love to make a hot mess out of your
0: expensive hair color.
3: And I'm Brenda Olivares of The Beauty Boss Show. Don't let the sun ruin your hair color. Reverse that brassy mess with IGK, Mixed Feelings Purple Toning Drops. Mixed Feelings turns any styling product, shampoo, or conditioner into a purple toner that cools your hot, brassy blonde. Mix the products and the drops together in your hands before applying. Mixed Feelings by IGK at your local salon.
4: If your local salon doesn't currently have Mixed Feelings, let them know that they can order it from RDA Promart of Webster, Pasadena, Pearland, or Lake Jackson.
3: Salons As for the Beauty Boss Special When you purchase 10 You get one free That's right I said one free For back bar use
2: Uh, I'm having mixed feelings
1: Keith here from Papa John's And the king of the Texas Renaissance Festival And if you want to go to the festival All you gotta do is go buy any Papa John's Pizza Buy an adult ticket And you'll get a kid's ticket for free You can even get it online
4: We'll see you at the festival
1: Papa John's
3: Houston
4: Huzzah Listen or watch previous episodes in our audio and video archives. Just go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Just look for Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina.
0: What is up? Welcome back on in. You're listening to Wildcard Sports Wild, card Spar- Wild ugh, can't talk today. Wild card Sports on Vinyl Draft Radio. I haven't had enough coffee in me yet, so that's why I'm so oh, today. It. That's coffee. That's coffee right there. Got my got my cold brew. Okay, so oh, and this it's is ice like, in it. That's yeah, this coffee. is my only, this is only like my third coffee of the day. I need to be like right around six or seven for me to be good. Mm. Okay. I think Chuck's already I'm got late. me beat. I'm, re- I'm relating with
1: you. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! But of course, yeah, I got the whole gang back. Of course, Chuck, Steven, and Trina joining me on this wonderful Friday. I always say it. My favorite. Uh, favorite hour of the week get to talk about sports. Uh you know talking about the Texans getting those six straight wins, that you know that was a lot of fun. Now guys, uh, we got to get this out of the way. Mm. The Rockets, oh, our Houston Rockets after everybody
3: the, oh, oh, oh. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. After getting what? Three straight wins, yeah. the Rockets dropped to 4 and 6 after last night's crushing loss, 98-80 lost at Oklahoma City with no Russell Westbrook. Uh, and after the game, of course, Mike D'Antoni said that this offense is anemic. It is Ooh. it is not looking good there. Uh, of course, Trina, you've been gone for the last two weeks. You've been in the thick of it with the Rockets. <laughs> Tell us what's going on with this team. I mean, is uh, it time to panic?
3: No, I don't think it's time to panic at all. When you think about um, the way our team is right now, we did lose some big defensive players, um, Luke and two too, and uh, Trevor Ariza yeah. obviously. Um, but when you think about the injuries that we've had early on with James Harden and just just different guys, Brandon Knight <laughs> we Paul, acquired Chris games. Paul. <laughs> uh, Brandon Knight's not probably is out indefinitely. Um, yeah. When you talk about those injuries and needing needing a trade, uh, Ooh, I think. Jimmy I think, Butler fan here. I, I, I you look like, like you got your
0: trade jacket on. The
3: thing on. is, the <laughs> thing is, well, the thing is, I, I would like to. I know the Rockets are. Um, they talked about giving up a lot with four first rounders for Jimmy Butler, but I mean, mm-hmm. if we want to win and we need some defense, uh, we need somebody to dictate our defense. Um, I think Jimmy Butler would be a good good addition.
2: So I had a question. We, we, me and Will bounced off of this and Chuck the, the week before. So do you feel like Jimmy Butler can help you beat the Warriors? That, that's the key I, question. To this I trade. honestly
3: feel like Jimmy Butler can help us beat the Warriors with his defense and the offense that he has. Um, when you talk about who's going to defend KD, we had Chris Paul defending mm-hmm. KD last year. So I mean, KD is going to get. But his. is there
2: anybody in the league that can stop KD? No. There's nobody no. in the league
3: that can stop no. him. But.
2: Contain, contain. No, I think Jimmy. Butler can anybody? I don't think anybody can contain No, him. I that saw LeBron couldn't contain. Well, him. That, I mean, LeBron's but that's
3: is different. LeBron's different. He's I different mean,
2: than Jimmy Butler. I thought he was better. I
3: feel like uh, Jimmy Butler's defense on ball defense is probably better than LeBron. Okay, you know what? Yeah. You're the expert. You on, the expert on ball. I already on ball. You a lot. And and like, the like, I'm, I'm, like, years. I'm <laughs> just saying on ball. On ball, I think Jimmy Butler is better. Now, now, team and recovering and help. Yeah, is gonna be better. He's a more freak athlete. He can block. shots. everybody. Everybody's missing
1: the obvious thing about this team. This team is freaking old now. Mm. It is old, old, old. They showed how old they were on defense. They showed how old they were in transition To on offense. They're old. Last year, I mean, we had youth... I mean, Gerald Green's thirty-one freaking years old. Yeah. Think about that. They're all old, I know. and yeah. Carmelo Anthony is old. Hey, man, I ain't old. I, old. I, I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old team. Look at last year's team. I mean, it, we lot, it, it was. We, we lost a lot of youth. They really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah and I did.
0: mean, you talk about that, and I think that's kind of one of those uh, things that people aren't talking enough about this year. You look. I'm gonna uh, one guy that nobody seems to be really worrying about, but Chris Paul. Chris Paul through and I know we're very early in this season, but right now he's averaging his worst points per game of his career, his worst shooting percentage, from three and the field. He's shooting under 40% from the field and under 30% from three. As well, this is the biggest thing with him. He's turning the ball over more times, 4.4 4 turnovers per 100 possessions, which is, I, I don't know what his numbers were before, but from what I've heard, it's way more than what's been in the past. And, I mean, you're st- I think Chuck's right. Year? I, think it, I think we might start to see this, the, the, the decline, one. yeah.
1: I, I think that uh, – I'll go back to the exact uh, – Kind of devil's advocate on this one. Now, he didn't handle the ball a lot because Harden was out, mm-hmm. but it goes back to being old. So, I mean, it does, it does, it does. a it switches on. The switch turns on, yep. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just got him for $40 million a year or $30 million a year, whatever mm-hmm. it is, plus incentives. That, that, was the, so, that was
2: the thing about the, the deal was like, oh, uh, when weeks. is it going to happen? The
3: yeah. thing is, uh, too many of them probably got good deals this year. So, yeah. Especially with yeah. Clint. But I, I, I'm i a big fan and thinking that they'll turn things around once, you know, once they get all the pieces in order. I, I would like to see another trade happen. I don't mm-hmm. know if one will, but I would like to see that happen. They got something. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: they'll, they'll do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll do something. And you know what I think they should do is uh, move Capella. Really? Yeah, I think they got some value there. Yeah, I mean, I really do. He, he
0: is on a very team-friendly contract. He's,
1: right? on a, he's on a friendly contract. He's got some upside, and, and you probably could, you know, you could plug anybody in that position to yeah. pick and roll. To be honest, you with just, but yeah. what if they're we, doing. Yes. 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 If we
3: made a deal with Minnesota, I would like to see if we could get. Possibly a Taj Gibson with Jimmy Butler to give up a couple pieces. Well, that that's we what have. you would have
1: to do mm-hmm. is to give up. I, w- I would like that to piece. see a
3: Taj mm-hmm. Gibson with us.
0: Well, I don't think if they were going to get Jimmy Butler, I don't think Capella is necessary necessarily have to be a part of that deal. It sounds like Eric Gordon. Yeah, uh, Eric, is Eric Gordon. Old. Yeah. They're, okay. Eric Gordon and four first Can't round play. picks. Well, okay. So, Chuck, let me ask you this at this point. If you're already giving up on them, they're old. You look at a guy they're like old. Jimmy Butler, is it worth it to make the trade? I mean, he's old too. He's but old. He's yeah. not he's that old. old.
2: He's old, but, yeah, he's but old. what are you gaining? Yeah. In Jimmy Butler when you bring him over. But I mean, but, but in basketball, 30, you, that's another five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this league, because it's not as physical, these guys are all on some kind of, you know, diet to where they're, they're, the, the game is prolonging for them. I, I don't think, and they're not as aggressive and the schedule's not as grueling as what it used to be. So I think you could still get another four to five years out of them. But it's
1: all about injuries, though, too. Don't forget. So, that's I mean true, that's They can true. play, but I mean, they're going to have to. Here's one thing I didn't like about the other night when they were getting blown out. Is I saw Chris Paul playing with six to seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You're down by 25, 28 points. You need to pull him out of there. Yeah, those yeah, are the games yeah. That yeah. you got to. You get hurt. You got yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Now going back to what we're talking about this trade. I mean, you got an asset for an asset. has got to hurt. It's got to yeah, hurt. Yeah. I mean, you're giving away these first rounders. They're garbage because, you know what, they're probably going to be 20, 25. was the last million. time anybody was any good in the top yeah. 12? I mean, right, it, right. you hit and miss with top three or four all the time. So you need to get value there. It's going to hurt. I think Capella would be something we may really I have not heard that city. before, but I, I, you know what, thats that doesn't sound
2: bad at all. I mean, the, yeah.
3: thing about, the thing about our 1st under I'm not going to lie um, – before Clint Capella, the last one I actually, actually really liked was Luther Head. He was mm, a – Luther steal. Head. Oh, Luther head wow, man. Wait. That's a, long, that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's a oh while God. ago. Yeah. But when you think Ooh. about our, our draft picks – well, he was great for what we yes, had at the yes. time. Well, you let's know, go like, down
1: to Derek Chivas while we're at it. Way back <laughs> there. I mean, Derek.
3: I'm saying before Clint. <laughs> I think we're the, showing the last one, <laughs> b- Before Clint, the last one I would say w- was really solid as far as our first rounders, yeah. I think was Luther Head. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, the rest of them, they
1: shipped. doesn't right. I mean, say anything because you, we have great second rounders in this history. That's I, where we can make our money. That, that second is true. Round. But, but see,
3: they were planning on giving up first rounders for Jimmy Butler. That's why I spoke on this. So, I mean, you really – I mean, Jimmy Butler is still a But, I mean, if we
2: are sitting here – looking at it like, oh, it's not, first round's not that bad. Minnesota's sitting there like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you say that, that,
0: but I mean, I mean, Daryl Morey. I mean, he's had a history of getting productive guys in the first round. You look back at Terrence Jones, Patrick Peterson, uh, even uh, Demo, Demo, who's gone. gone. Yeah, they're gone, but they're still productive players. Yeah, or Patrick Patterson. Yeah, Patrick Patrick. Peterson. Uh, Yeah, I drafted him off the Cardinals. He should have got traded. (laughs) Yeah, nay, that would have been a nice trade for my Chiefs, but yeah, I digress. But anyway, yeah, of course, with them, yeah, you know, with that, of course, the. I mean, I'm kind of, at this point, I want to I want to give it a little bit more time because you look at it on paper. You know, you look at things like Paul and Harden have a net rating of negative 5.1 on the floor Old. together. Yes, but look at it versus last year. They had a net rating of 18. That's some, And that's something that's got to change because you look at the, what that translates to.
1: Stephen, 18
0: points less per 100 possessions. Stephen that's got brought to change.
1: something uh, a little bit ago about, about uh, the Rockets. I, I can't remember what you exactly said, but you're talking about somebody's going to take, a team's going to take over. Somebody get left out of the playoff from mm-hmm. last year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You say, nuggets. Yep. Who, how old are they? They're young. young. They're young.
0: You're they're right. Young. Youth. Yeah. Their youth. You're, you're right. This this Rockets team is not going to be anything close
1: to what they were last year. I think I. I mean, we're come to realization at with the that. end of so season. So who's getting
0: where will out? We
2: be?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Hey, that, I'm glad you asked that too, because hey, I'm yeah, starting I'll, to think that. Who's remember, I, out? we had talked about this before. I don't know, if, Stephen, you were here at this point, but we talked about where they were in the cities. What were your seed two? Uh, well, I said, uh, yeah, yeah, anywhere between two and Dream three. You you're say. right. You're right. I, I mean, two, at this three. point, I yeah. said, I said yeah, maybe Denver, four Denver or five. Taking
0: somebody
2: yeah, five. you did. I mm. said low. I said maybe yeah, five. I, I think I do remember that.
3: Because I thought who I thought would be up there in the top would be Utah. But, man, uh, Denver, man, they're looking really good.
2: There's always somebody that's that comes man. up. OKC's looking better. I mean, that's. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I just, like I said, looking at it right now, I'm not ready to give up on it because there's a lot there's oh, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah oh, Pelicans playing, yeah, pe- playing well. The Pelicans were in last year, though. Dirty we're, Bird. Yeah.
2: They were in, but they were eight. Yeah,
0: but still, they... they no, p- no, no, they, no, won they won were, the, they were they, seven. Yeah, because they, they, they dismantled Portland in the first round, mm-hmm. of course. But that being said, I just think that oh, this really? needs a little bit more time. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this team, of course, is going to be anywhere near what they were last year. That being said, some of these stats are ridiculous that, are, that have to turn around. I mean, you look at it right now, of course, last year, the Rockets were... 37 percent from threes on catch and shoot threes this year they're 31 percent and they're uh, they're taking 3.5 percent fewer three catch and shoot threes than they were last year that's something right there that of course i think is going to turn around you also look at it like i said paul and harden have a negative 5.1 net rating that's a difference of about 18 points per game i suppose the last year at some point that's going to even out you're not probably going to get the net rating you had from them that last year but that's going to even out and then on top of that i mean yeah you look at the perimeter defense I mean, it's hard to imagine they're going to get much worse than they've already been.
1: let me ask you this. Is this what they really are? Because think about this last year. We talked about this last year, or about last year's team, is that uh, it's almost like being the... The second best team, if the if the if the Golden State Warriors weren't around, the Rockets would have won. Mm. Yeah. Their last year was last year's Westerns were the were the, were yeah, the finals. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So if that is your cap, think about that. That's the, probably the best season they'll ever have. That's they a had very the good MVP. point. So is this what they really are? So you're talking about taking time. The only time for this team is called Father Time, and I'm telling you right <laughs> now, I'm telling you right now, they got to make that trade where they got a young asset in Capella. I'm telling you, go ahead and do it now. And get it done. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I I definitely think that there is a
0: trade on the docket because I mean, I mean, again, the perimeter defense has been, I mean, that was our biggest worry oh, really? coming in coming into this year, and I mean, you look at it, they played first game of the year, Nikolai Miratic went off for what like forty he points against us. us? Yeah, well, Tobias they, Harris. You, you speak yeah. of defense and um, the coordinator came back. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bzdelik came out of, came out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. that's gonna be interesting because you know yeah. Jeff bizdelic was fired his second year into coaching uh, Carmelo yeah. Anthony for the yeah. Nuggets, and there
1: mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, Mello, can, can I ask one question about that? Can put a uniform on and play defense. <laughs> he can't.
2: There's something about X's and O's
1: uh, and, and schemes know. that help. I mean, these guys,
2: they just they can't think for themselves or they would save money and not have coaches. So you gotta have some good coaching there and I think this you, there was interest. a huge change from last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you think about it, we've named some of these players that are gone, but I mean, Mabute he missed a lot of time. Yeah. So, it wasn't like he was the anchor of the defense. Mm-hmm. He played good defense, but he didn't miss time. Yeah, So, you got to look at I think the coaching coming back. They're going they're going to have to there's only way to go
0: up from there. Yeah. I, and that, and up. that's what I agree. I th- I feel like there's uh, there's nowhere to go but up. Uh, and yeah, don't and don't mistake shown, it.
3: Up. And they've shown that they have the ability to play defense. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know, man. Uh, I, I feel like we wait on our offense sometimes to mm, get going, and, and, yep. and that's not going to help us out in the long run. We gotta play defense first. Um, Everybody likes we to score. We, we what we had last night seventy something points. 80
0: points. 80, eighty points, and you can't expect barely. that for the
3: rest of the year.
2: That's yeah. not
0: going to continue.
3: I think they I went. Full,
2: I think, think they fell flat, though. I mean, as a shooting team, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I get that, and that's why I say for games like that, especially, we have to turn up the defense, Because right. mm-hmm. there's no way that uh, OKC yeah. should have got hundred points you to can only get eighty, they gotta Westbury. get they gotta
2: get seventy eight. They shouldn't have
3: got. A twenty point win on us without Westbrook. Yeah, but surprisingly,
2: mm. they with They've Westbrook out, they Dennis played well. Dennis Schroeder they, they, they stepped they up. They took, they took the Warriors to the limit in the in the first game they played without Westbrook. So yeah, KC's okay, so a better
3: team this year. They
2: are. Yeah, they are.
0: Uh, Dennis Schroeder Yeah, adds a lot of depth to him at this point on and, that. And, and
2: I, I see Chuck over there thinking. Th- I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> assuming. Uh, he's about to say. Hold on. They had Carmelo when they suck. We got Carmelo when we suck now. (laughs) I I
1: thought that was without having to say that. But he'll be gone by the All-Star. Okay, yeah,
0: well, let's talk about that with with Melo. Okay, okay. I I, I was big on Melo, and I'm starting to become a lot more skeptical. You look at when Melo, Paul, and Harden are on the floor. Houston is being outscored by, get this, Fourteen point eight points per hundred possessions. We're miss. We're missing guys from the boat, man. The, yeah. the whole banana boat's not yeah. there. That's I mean, if Melo is, if Mellow <laughs> is, Mello is going to stay with this team, they've got to figure out a rotation, and I think that rotation can't include Melo, Paul, and Harden on he, the court he, at the same time. He's
1: already mentioned that he doesn't like it. Yeah, I mean, he put he went on the press yesterday and said that. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure if I had a good, you know, a good adjustment period to this. Come off the bench. He's already becoming a cancer. He's gone by the All Star yeah. break. So I make that trade. I'm telling you, I mean, you got an asset on that bench or on your team, and a uh, a friendly deal uh, for Capella, Fools Gold in in the center. In the pick and the pick-and-roll game, you put anybody in there. You put you me in there. Yeah. I mean, you really can. All so. got to do is lob it just, just The just thing just is, is I, I feel like size, our, our size has really
0: hurt us this year, of course, going against bigger teams. Us, so, I mean, if you're losing a guy like Capella, I mean, that's not easy to replace, of you course. You know
3: who I like, uh, Hardenstein? I, I really like him. Really? Um, yeah. He's shown glimpses where he can really be, you know, a hard-working guy. I mean, you get him down and familiar with what Clint's doing. I'm not saying he's a Clint Capella, but, I mean, he's still fairly young and you know he's very good off the pick and roll. He makes good decisions. He works hard. He rebounds. What do you got to
0: lose, mm-hmm. you're,
1: you you're outside
3: lose? the playoffs. I right agree.
0: Now, I right agree. They don't have a whole lot to lose at this point. That's why I'm a fan of the Jimmy Butler trade. I think yeah, you pull the trigger, and if you can, and Trina, you're absolutely right. If you can reel in a guy like Taj Gibson that gives you yeah. some size at the at the four spot, I don't think you necessarily and have to a give defender. up Capella. That's but I think that defender. yeah, and I think that instantly makes you a better team. At least on paper, it does because you've got a guy that you've got another perimeter defender out there, another guy that can score. But at the at the same time. Like I said, I'm not ready to give up on this team just yet. It's going to take time. There's a lot
1: of new pieces. You, you look at last year. I mean, they only I'm added up one piece. On this team, I want to see what they come with here in a few games. That mm-hmm. team's the one to look for. This team, the way it's constructed right now. Is a losing team. Hey,
0: period. all I have to say in Daryl Morey, we trust. I mean, Daryl Morey, you got You got to give it, put some faith in the man. Hey, he gave up Covington. He's a star up there in Philly. But Covington. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean it's, it's like J.D. Martinez for the Astros. At some point you, had, point, you have cut, a, you have point. to cut. You, you have point. to cut loose. It's point. a change of scenery helps on that one. I can't. You can't put that on. The yeah, that, yeah. So once you
2: get rid of guys, they kind of like, oh man, I may not be as good as I thought I was. And then they, they they pick
0: it up. Yeah, or know, sometimes the change the of scenery. A change of scenery helps on that. And of course, yeah, I mean, you look at the Melo Mellow signing. You know, you 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 criticize that, but at the same time, they signed Mello after they had lost out on Luke and Balmute and Trevor Ariza. This is Ariza. fair.
1: This is fair. All right. This is fair. So what do you have left in the in the uh, in the Five dollars CD bend is mellow, right? For the minimum, yeah, exactly. You can't lose on that, yeah, exactly. But you got to cut bait eventually.
0: Okay, yeah, and I'm with you. And of course, if you, I mean, if you continue complaining, yeah, and if you continue to see the Rockets get outscored by 15 points per 100 possessions when Mellow Paul and Harden are on the court, yeah, at some point you got to make a change. But I think, I think the answer is as simple as look to get Mellow on the court when Paul and Harden aren't on the court. I mean, I think it's as simple as that because there's no chemistry there.
3: It sucks because when you think about uh, Mellow and Chris Paul being on the all-star team. I mean, USA basketball team.
0: Yeah.
2: They work really well. I'm telling you what we need to do. No fans. Give him a hoodie. Put him in the gym.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's buckets every time. I don't
2: understand uh, it, man. Yeah, I well, mean, I do understand that the, the the caliber of talent that they're playing. Is yeah, right.
0: well, yeah, that. And but yeah, it seems like this mythical thing that we're trying to get. We we need to unlock the Olympic Mellow. Everybody talks honestly, about that. Can honestly, we get the Olympic Mellow? Honestly,
3: <laughs> honestly I think Melo. I think Melo probably is in his head. I mean, he didn't even look there yesterday when he was, Thank when he was you. playing against Thank OKC. You. Like he, he he looked out of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Would you it's say like, he was one for what?
3: He was like one for 12. And yeah. that was on a
1: goaltend.
0: Yeah. But he was. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. It I was, mean, it was he, oh, he just. Chuck, he Chuck didn't look like he Had it ready. Had
1: I it ready to go. I he, set that up. Oh, he, he, he shanked him. <laughs> he
3: did. But, I mean, it didn't look like he was there. I, I feel like more than anything, he's in his head. He knows he's at the end of his career. And, mm. you know, he don't really know what's next. But, I mean, I feel like if he just lock in into the moment, I feel like Melo could be, he could be a better addition yeah, right. absolutely.
0: I mean, yeah, he. It's obvious that he's struggling to adapt right now on the on mm-hmm. on the court, and that's why I think it would be a lot better situation if you get him where he's the go to guy. Of course, without well, Melo well, or without a Paul and Harden, do you
1: start him then? Do you, are you throwing? No, you, are you, absolutely, do you, not well, start him. I mean, if you're going to keep him, and he's not comfortable coming off the bench, I mean, do you start him? I mean, is it is it that send bad? them to Brooklyn? It's, it's Everybody goes to Brooklyn yeah. to die. I mean, send, send them to Brooklyn. Send them back
2: to
0: New York. They'll, they'll put them <laughs> yeah. out in the
3: pasture. He or killed shoot. Brooklyn when we played. Then. That's
0: true. Yeah. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna find out soon enough. Of course, there's. I mean, if the Rockets continue on this pace, I'm sure there's a lot of changes. You know, kind of for uh, for precedence. You look a few years ago when they struggled, fired Kevin McHale after like seven games. So yeah. I I I don't think that Daryl Morey is gonna hesitate to make any moves to get this team better mm-hmm. if they continue on this. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But uh, hey, you know, I'm not giving up hope yet but that being said of course got a lot of miscellaneous stuff to get to a big astros injury we got to t- touch on as well uh, uh, uh steven's going to tell us again why tom is the goat of course after proving hey, it again against aaron Rodgers. let me get out, me get out my, the system my quarterback. Patriots dec-
2: declaration of independence oh <laughs> my
0: goodness yeah but make sure you stay tuned we got a lot more to cover here on this last segment you're listening to wild card sports on vinyl draft radio
4: more sports talk this is my manly voice which actually sounds creepy sports with will and trina coming up final draft radio still creepy good people of texas cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the texas renaissance festival feast and frolic amongst nobility barbarians and magical creatures Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops.
2: The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine weekends of feasting and merriment, starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com.
4: Huzzah!
0: If you have a vehicle registered in Texas, you can join artists like Lyle Lovett, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and more when you purchase a Texas music license plate from the Texas DMV. Twenty-two out of the thirty-dollar fee goes directly towards the Texas Music Office, which funds music lessons and instruments for under-resourced schoolchildren, as well as towards funding live music and community music programs all around the state. Just head to texasmusicoffice.com or the Texas DMV for more info on how to order your Texas music specialty license plate.
4: Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the. Huge- Houston, Clear Lake area, and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com.
2: We the people have a right to Superior Cocktails and Preamble Lounge and Craft House would like to welcome you to a new cocktail revolution. Our Speakeasy-inspired lounge offers signature craft cocktails in an intimate setting. With a wide selection of high-end spirits, infusions, barrel-aged beverages and cocktails, there is something for every budget. Preamble is located at 20801 Gulf Freeway in Webster and open Monday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m.
1: Preamble Lounge and Craft House, a new cocktail revolution evolution.
4: Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina.
0: What is up? Welcome back on in. This is Wild Card Sports. You're listening live on Final Draft Radio. We're heading into our final segment. Of course, been talking about those Texans and Rockets. Who would have thought that the Texans would be the surprise team and the Rockets would be the disappointment at this point mm-hmm. in Houston, but... Hey, that's the way it goes. Parody for you. So, Uh, yes. But of course, yeah, uh, Rockets really been struggling lately. We've been talking about that. I'm still a believer in them. I think they got a few things that they need to turn around, and some of those stats are going to kind of even out. But. Again, we'll see. Now, some other disappointing news that we got to get to. Of course, the Houston Astros, off that disappointing loss to the Boston Red Sox, it now appears that Lance McCullers Well, appears Lance McCullers has had Tommy John surgery. Is going to miss the entire 2019 season for the Houston Astros. You know, and for a team that's possibly going to be losing two other guys in their rotation, the only sure things at this point are Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole returning. So, I mean, this is a really tough loss for the Astros. Now, you look, you look, of course, a uh, guy like Colin McHugh out of the bullpen. That's somebody that you can plug into the rotation, but... You know, I'll start this off with you, Chuck. I mean, how big is this injury for the for the Astros? It's a blessing. And really? I'll tell you why,
1: yes. Man, because I love Chuck. He comes yeah. with the hot <laughs> Dude, It's a blessing because you know what? Now you know what you're going to get next year out of Lance McCullers, which is zero. So that I means know. now you got to fill your slot three, four, and five down uh, with no with no hesitation. What are you going to do with them? You're not worried about do we have to start him in relief? Are we going to start him as a number three mm. or four starter? He's done. Right. addition by subtraction addition by subtraction it's my favorite line all right addition by <laughs> subtraction you got farm help down there what you're going to do what you're going to do here is you sign justin verlander for another three years 60 million maybe 65 oh, million you think he's going to take yes. that you think he'd accept he'll take that? that he'll take that he'll take that he'll take that they will get him in his 40s and then get <laughs> Derek uh get cole into a long term yeah that would be great and then you stockpile it with what you got with talent here now i thought mccue was a was a free agent or restricted, or is he an arbitration eligible? I, I, yeah, he's, I think he's coming into his final year of arbitration. Okay, so you know you have your four guy there. So I think actually it's a blessing. Um, I don't. I, I've just never been high on Lance McCullers to stay healthy, and he's proven it every time. We talked about the day here. We were saying well, how long is he gonna last? And I swear, the next day he got injured and mm-hmm. was out for the rest of the year. So the point is, is that hey, we're, it's a it's a good thing. Go get go get healed up, and we'll talk to you in 2020. Not that we're going to put you back on. We'll mm-hmm. talk to you in 2020.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So let me let me ask you one more question. Then does this make re-signing Charlie Morton a must? Mm. No. It really? Okay. So no. who do and you I, trust with the final two rotation spots? You think a guy like Fruver Valdez or Whitley?
1: I think I think Whitley's fine. I think he'll be fine. You have McHugh. There's your four right there, and you fill in with a five. Yeah, that, hey,
0: McHugh's <laughs> your three. If you don't re-sign Morton.
1: Uh, uh, no, no, who else is going to be your you're, three? You're going to have your your forced. If your number three, that's fine. He's you're been putting a lot three, so. of
0: faith in a guy coming up out of the system. I mean, they do have a lot of guys down there, but I'm they never a believer in guys, guys until three, they perform. There's three on top
1: them. ten pitchers down there. It's okay. It's okay. You're right, you know, we'll you. Because you know what? Dude, we still got the trade market out there. Okay. But, but I mean, if, if McC- I mean, you got once again we go back to the record year. All mm-hmm. right, and Morton got hurt again, mm-hmm. so he's 35 years old. He pitched the most. He he got hurt
0: during the regular season, but
1: postseason, (laughs) he was arguably the postseason MVP. Okay. So where I'm getting at with that is that, you know, is it a must? No, it's not a must. It's not a must. Mm Mm-hmm. You only need three pitchers. We happen to be, have a luxury of having six to eight pitchers. We put mm-hmm. pitchers in the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, okay. you,
1: you can't spend all that money on that player either. You got to spend for what do you want to spend for? Cole and you got to spend some for Verlander. You can't just sign. Yeah, and Bre- also, Bre- Bregman he, and
0: Springer coming up on where he made, arbitration. Bregman
1: offered to he uh, rejected it yeah. to 17.6. Oh, so, no, no. Keiko,
0: actually, they didn't offer the qualifying offer to. They yes, Yeah, they did. No, Keiko, I don't believe, got the qualifying offer. The only one they offered the qualifying to was, I believe, Marwin, if I'm not mistaken. No, Marwin's walking. Ta- oh, we'll fact check it on this right We'll fact check this. But as far as that goes, I mean, of course, yeah, you, you'd look back to two years ago with the Astros. They got there, they got there with offense. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not as worried, of course, about the about uh, the pitching staff at this point. Because, yeah, they do have guys in the system that being said i think you need a guy like morton in there at least to kind of be the bridge the gap between some of these young guys how much are you gonna pay him though well, I mean that's I mean that's the I mean that's the question right there. Of course, uh, you know you look at the qualifying offers right now. They come in right around seventeen point nine million dollars. Mm-hmm. They didn't expe- extend the uh, qualifying offer uh, to Charlie Morton as far as that goes. But yeah. I mean at this point, I'm not sure. But I mean at, at, for you guys, I mean what do you see out of this? I mean is it a must for them to sign some guys, or is it time to trust some, trust some of the young guys coming up? I mean
2: eventually, in all championship teams, you got to trust some young guys. You mm-hmm. have to get guys to step up past the potential that what you think they have or what we've seen so far. I mean, the only team that can get away with something like that is the Yankees. I mean, <laughs> I mean but so with us, what well, we know what we have. We know how much money we can spend. You, you got to do the right thing by it. And I, I'm with Chuck on that one. I, I want to
0: see what these guys can do. Yeah, And, and Chuck, you're right. Dallas will only qualifying offer. So okay. you are right. So, okay. yeah, if he doesn't sign, they do get a draft pick because of that. And more than likely, he's going to turn down the qualifying offer for that. So.
1: Yeah, and, uh-huh. and rightfully he should. He should turn that down. We'll get a second round out of it, um, which is which is nice. But I mean, you got to mix it up. And uh, uh, the, in my opinion, you show you show the um, the organization and the fans that you want to keep winning, and I swear, you need to sign Verlander Mm. to to a three-year. Sign him, and then Cole right behind him. Is he still arbitration-eligible, too? Yes, just for this year. This is last year. That's fine with me. But, you know, show some faith there. And then when you show those two big guns, and you don't sign Morton, that's Mm -hmm. 17 more, and then Marvin can take a walk, too, because he had a great year last year. This year was okay. Yeah. But that's a big-money contract, too, for what, a utility guy? Yeah. But his value was... In the field also. He saved us when Correa was not there. That's his one thing.
0: Uh-huh. And they're, they're already talking about post-Margo life. Jeff Luno talked about yeah, how Uli, Uli Gurriel is going to take over the utility role. Already talking about that. So, And then uh, Goldschmidt's coming. Hey, Goldschmidt, that's a guy. He's, he's going to have, I mean, he's going to, honestly, he's not going to cost as much as you would think because he's in the final year of arbitration before he hits free agency. Uh, also, another guy, Nolan Arenado. Now, I can't imagine the Astros making a trade for him. But Paul Goldschmidt makes sense because, of course, local kid, last year of arbitration. And, you know, it's not going to cost as much get him, and the Astros definitely have the prospects to do it. Who do you guys think
1: you should sign in the Astros organization right now, Not non-pitcher-wise?
0: <laughs> Who we go with? Bregman? I mean, do, are, you talking, are you talking free yeah, agency? Well, or? we're
1: talking like what makes sense, what you can you do. Is you got a lot of arbitration-eligible guys, but mm-hmm. after a while that wears on players. I mean, you don't want to be signed one year and then another year. And I mean, yeah, you, you look at it. I mean, guys, so, I mean, guys like Correa, Bregman, Springer. I go right? Bregman. I go Bregman. Bregman, Bregman, Bregman and it. Springer all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a Springer guy until – yeah. Until this past year, again, I'm like, dude, right. that guy's money in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm he's sorry, really, he God, yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, at, at this point, the Astros definitely have a lot of uh, needs to fill. Of course, catch, uh, catcher is going to be another spot for him. Uh, you know, they've shown some <laughs> Both interest. Catchers are gone. Man. Yeah, they've <laughs> shown interest in Yasmani Grandel. So that's and, and there is there is a market out there for catchers. Grandel, Wilson Ramos is out there. So there are some guys that they can go out there as well. They can look internally. Max Stassi had a career year for him, at least to say. Um, as well, they did claim a guy by the name of Chris Herman, who actually had a solid year. Mm-hmm. I think he hit well over 730 OPS for the Mariners, left-handed bat. So you could see him platoon some guys, but of course there are some obvious needs, and it's starting to look like it's going to start with the back half of that uh, of that starting rotation. Mm-hmm. Gaddis is
1: going to be gone. Gaddis is gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ga- your guy, Gaddis.
0: Your guy, Gaddis is gone. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I really the only guy I expect to come back is. I think they'll work a deal for Charlie Morton, but injuries are another concern. Ooh. Yeah, well that being said, of course, yeah, tough for the Astros. We're gonna see what they do here, because we're about to get into the thick of it, especially going into Mm. winter meetings. You are definitely gonna see Jeff Luno do some. Yeah, it's love that time. Got got the hot Hot stove, stove. got a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) And Chuck, I think you're right. I honestly think you're right. If there's one big move that I would put a little bit of stock in, Paul Goldschmidt to the Astros, I think makes sense. Not gonna cost a ton or at least as much as you would think. And of course, last year of arbitration, and that really
1: expand or really gives a lot of depth to this line. One last thing, then. So you put him at first. What do you do with Yuli? then. Is Julie going to really move around that much? Is I he... really
0: think so, yeah, because uh, you look at it I mean, I think Yuli. He when he came up as a rookie, he, if I'm not mistaken, he had a couple, a couple innings or a couple starts in left field. I don't know. I He's don't know base. how dynamic he is as an outfielder. He
3: gonna have to have a yeah. lot
1: of practice. Yeah, DH. Yeah, there you go. DH. D-H. 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 That's exactly what that's I'm all, looking at. That's yeah. what I'm looking at too. DH Absolutely. is getting a little, little long of the tooth. Mm-hmm. So. And,
0: and yeah, and of course, that's a guy that you can plug anywhere on the infield, second base. Mm-hmm. I don't know about shortstop. He probably is not that versatile. But of course, mm-hmm. you could always put him at third. Move Bregman to short at, at any, at any given time. Oh, yeah. But that being said, yeah, there is a lot of stuff that's going to be coming up for those Houston Astros. We're going to have a lot of hot stove t- stuff to talk about here in the next few weeks. That is for sure. Uh, but, of course, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe Dallas Keuchel accepts the qualifying offer. You get another year of him at $18 million. That gives you a lot of debt. Would you do margin. that? Oh, absolutely. You would? Yeah, absolutely. I'd take him back on $18 million. Shoot, we gave Kobe Rasmus $18 million <laughs> a few years ago on a qualifying offer.
1: Yeah, a, he was a World offer. Series or a uh, you know, playoff uh, yeah. hero. I mean, you got him pretty cheap, technically. Yeah, very, very true. But, I, I mean... mean
0: uh, there's no way that Keiko – Keiko is going to be looking upwards of $20 million a year Gosh, on a big contract. He just not do that. So yeah, somebody's going to do it. Los nuts. Angeles is showing interest. Uh, I think Atlanta is one of those under the, – under. they need a veteran guy there, in the rotation. Just go the NL. Yeah. Yeah, or you always look at it, the Yankees. <laughs> Yankees. Oh, that's that's awesome. going to hurt to see Dallas Keiko in a Yankees uniform. Uh, Well, that being said, of course, I want to transition now back to the NFL. Got a lot of interesting stuff that's happened, of course, this past week. Steven, of course, your Patriots came out there, took care of business against Aaron Rodgers. Everybody was talking about the week leading up. I want to ask you this. Uh, Of course, I've heard a lot of media guys talk about this on this one. Uh, of course, with Tom Brady, you always hear Aaron Rodgers as being this great quarterback talent, one of the and goats. you always hear Tom Brady <laughs> is a one si- one. is a system okay. quarterback, is a mm-hmm. system quarterback. Ooh. Well, that being said, I'm a, I'm going to toss you a softball here. Why is it that if it's if he's a system quarterback, why isn't anybody ever replicating this Patriots system? I you know,
2: the system quarterback is the stupidest comment I've ever heard, and this is why <laughs> like, they've what? had like eight different coordinators, so they're all exactly. using the same yeah. system. That, that makes no sense. I told
0: you, this is your softball. Th- that <laughs> that makes this is your no softball. Sense. I'm
2: going to tell you guys what happened to me uh, <laughs> when I watched this game. So I had an early birthday present. My my birthday is next month, December 11th. And the real GOAT, because there's only one, Okay. brought me an early birthday present. It was a stagnant game. He made it to where, you know what, you, you can't go get nothing. need. You got to watch this game, 17-17. to 17, And then what he did was he put his foot on their throat. And that's what the real GOAT does. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, in the regular season, he shows up when it's time to cast a check. Man, and he's that's, just that's he that table hey, hey, man, just <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm getting tired of this America. conversation because this is, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't even have this conversation. I don't care how good his deep ball looks when he runs <laughs> out of the pocket. I don't care how great his goatee looks. I don't care about his catchy... Phrases or whatever, <laughs> all that crap, when it comes down to it, you got to win. We haven't seen this guy in the Super Bowl, and I don't know when. I mean, my daughter was like one, so Aaron I, and she's 10 now. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it anymore, man. I don't want to hear it. He, at least Peyton, it was a better conversation. It was a little better conversation. This is why, because Peyton went to more Super Bowls. But uh, no, I, I don't want to hear about it. Uh,
0: in Aaron Rodgers' de, defense, that team is, is crap no around
2: him. But that it is hasn't absolutely. always been crap. It hasn't always been crap. Brady got the Patriots to the Super Bowl with a 31-break right. defense. I'm not arguing. So there's no excuses Brady's anymore. No, you're, hey, no you're no more. Any when you're the GOAT, you're the GOAT. Go. There is no conversation about it. I saw that guy miss throws. I saw him panic. I saw, I saw pressure coming in. I saw he couldn't handle it. Brady got the same pressure on him. Surprisingly, Green Bay, <laughs> the defense was stout early. So they gave them a chance to go off and take off and, and actually get some separation. I did
0: not expect you to we be this Rogers,
1: could, Rogers, Rogers couldn't do it. I'm getting tired of I it, love it, man. Your passion I'm getting tired of it, man. If you, if you have 32 executives from every team, <laughs> one from every team, the first quarterback they'll take today. I don't care,
2: man. I'm, I'm an Aaron executive,
1: Rogers. but I just don't want the
2: job. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. Oh. He is the GOAT. He he's, is the GOAT. He's, he's, he's the shown greatest us quarterback. every single year from time to time. we got to just shut it up and give it to he's him, He's the man. greatest of all time, but
1: he's not the best quarterback.
2: Okay. Talent-wise. Okay. talent-wise. Talent-wise. Okay. Okay. That, Ta- you know what? Talent is talent, and talent can sit there and not go anywhere. But when you're the goat, you're the goat, man. This this guy's
0: doing it. Okay, he's right. doing it. All right. Well, Chuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put you on the hot seat here. Of course, a guy that you were not you were not a, not a fan lady. of this trade, but Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is starting hey, man, to prove the haters wrong.
2: We're on keeping this him one. clean, man. He's drinking water. He's taking his vitamins, non-drug vitamins. We're keeping him clean. He's <laughs> not changing he's his missing, life. He's missing the meetings Patriots already. Can change
1: your life. He's right. missing meetings already. He was late till he was tardy to one meeting. He's missing meetings already. Brady missed a meeting. Brady's the, uh, the coach. <laughs> Brady, 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 Brady start pull now. up like Brady Moss hey, Hold on, Randy hold on. Moss missed the I'm meeting. Saying you, I'm going to the meeting starts when he gets there. There's a difference. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> when Brady gets there, that's when the meeting starts. <laughs> hey, hey, you right. know what? I agree right? with that. Right. I agree so, with that. Josh Gordon, he'll, he'll implode. It's just his nature. Ah, uh, yeah. It's his nature. It's like the oh, – uh, You know
2: what? So, people don't know this, uh, unless you dig a little, dig a little uh, deeper on the game. He had a dislocated finger. So I think it was the, the, the catch that he missed. Uh, it was a touchdown catch where he kind of caught it out here, and then he kind of went this way, and then he dropped it. Came back at the game-ceiling touchdown and had two crucial catches after that. I think this kid is going to change his life in New England, honestly. And, man, that actually, outside of football, that'll be great for him because, man, <laughs> 10 years from now, he'd be dead. On the path that he's on, right? What well, he was on before? So if he he can stay clean, I think he is the missing piece that we need. Because one thing people don't understand, what we're not talking about is Gron- Gronkowski has is, is disappeared.
0: Yeah, he's gone. He's touched t- touchdown week
1: one. That's it. That's all he's had. That's crazy. That's yeah. yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's yeah, that's it. been, that's it. it's, been, it's been crazy. Uh, What's yeah. even crazier is Julio Jones I heard, got his first I, touchdown last he yeah, yeah, no. week. Okay,
3: Julio. Yeah, no, I'm just playing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean. Why is that then? Why why is he uh, going away from Gronkowski? Or?
2: I don't think he's going away from it. What a lot of people don't realize is the Patriots we're trying to put a more run focus this year. Uh, That's because, true. And if you and if you look in the game, we had Cordell Patterson running that ball like <laughs> it's so Dude, that, funny that seeing a tall awesome. guy run through the tackle the way he you does. Good though, that you know, was great. He actually yeah, does coaching. Mm-hmm. And that was that is, great yes, coaching. great coaching. great. And coaching. so what people aren't realizing is. With that, Gronk has to block a little more, mm-hmm. but also he's been injured. So you got you got got injury mixed with a lot of dissension, uh, and then a f- more focus on the run. So right, we didn't spend a first round pick on Sony Michelle to let him just sit over there and and catch out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. We're trying to run through the tackle. We're trying to keep. Quality quarterbacks off the field the way they did with Aaron Rodgers. So, I, I, that, somebody's got to suffer. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And, I mean, hey, you look at the Pat schedule the rest of the way, you know, it's hard for me to say it, but I think you're going to overtake my Chiefs for the number one seed. They've got at Tennessee, at Jets, Vikings at home, at Miami, at Pittsburgh, yeah. Bills at home, Jets. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, I am scared
2: that, of that running game with the Chiefs. Uh, Kareem Hunt is back from his rookie rookie campaign. Yeah, He took, he took some months off, but he's back. And so, I'm scared of that. I, I think we can contain Mahomes in the playoffs. But then again, I don't know. Because yeah. that kid, when you think he's ha- going to have a bad week, he just he, he shows yeah. up. And
0: it, you, we'll have to see. I, I mean, I think whoever's got home field advantage in that game wins. And unfortunately, at this point, with the way the schedule shakes out, I think the Patriots are probably going to get that number one seed. Now, another big piece of news that happened in the NFL, another one of Stevens' guys, Des Bryant, is now signed with the New Orleans Saints. Saints
3: he's a Saint. Throw that X up. Throw the X up. up. That's throw right.
0: up. So what do you guys make of that? Of course, they are very thin at wide receiver right now, outside of Michael Thomas. I'm not sure who they even have in New Orleans. They got Drew Brees, they don't you know, and Smith,
2: I think is another one, but he's he's a small guy. They I mean, I think that really helps them, but they have man, they have so many talent. You know what's funny? You notice there's talent on a team when if you play fantasy football and none of the receivers or tight ends or anybody's available, you can't even get a, the, the third back behind, uh, behind uh, what's that kid? Uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Like Kamara. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamara, yeah. I mean, everybody's picked up. <laughs> so, it's like my Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, everybody's picked up. I looked and I couldn't find me. I got Kamara already, but everybody's gone. So I think Dez will will compliment them. He'll give them more red zone help. Um, if he can, eat he, and he's motivated. Mm-hmm. One thing about some a prideful person is when you when they gotta get humble, you know and they they, they start.
3: Get this shot yeah, again. they finally get
2: their shot. Mm-hmm. You know they're, they're gonna start. They're, I think he's gonna play well. There's no risk for New Orleans because if he comes in there and be a knucklehead, they can just cut him. I mean, so there's no yeah. risk on there, anymore. but
0: you look at it, okay, Chuck, seven and one. I mean, Chuck Antreno, you fan of the trade, seven and one, adding a you know big, uh, probably a big ego into the locker room. You think it's going it's to help house money right
1: now? So house, money. Money. Yeah. house money, so. yeah. So the house X- money.
2: If you're three and four and you're looking for him to give you a, a push, mm-hmm. I don't think so. But if, if you know seven and one, you got another guy, another strong guy that can block on the outside mm-hmm. for you. Uh, I mean, that's. I, I, I like it. I like yeah. it a lot.
0: Absolutely, like yeah. It. All right, uh, last question before we go. Are they the NFC favorites at this point? Or are you still like the Rams?
2: They got to be. I mean, they beat the Rams. So you, you can't lose and still be the favorite Yeah, it was a yeah. home
3: game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Rams, Rams.
0: Oh, Rams. you're a Rams fan. Okay, Rams. Rams. All right. Rams well, are, hey, we'll man, see. A- we will see here. Rams. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, I want to thank you guys again so much for coming on. Great show again. Really enjoyed this. Uh, make sure, of course, everybody tunes in next week. We're going to be one more week in. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Texans. I mean, the H-Town. Rockets will have uh, another trade H-Town. or a trade. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, we'll H-Town. see. Yeah. Throw, throw the throw the HF. That's right. But of course, uh, yeah, we'll be one week closer. Who knows? Maybe the Astros will make a trade. And next week we'll preview the Texans going into Washington. See if they. Get that seventh straight win. But again, you've been listening to Wildcard Sports. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning. Y'all have a wonderful Friday. We'll see you next week. Adios.